What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I'm going to give you the top five good poker hands that are probably costing you money. You need to stop playing these hands so much. Let's jump right into it. All right, so counting down from five to one, here is costly poker hand number five, which is ace 10 offsuit. Now the suits on your screen there don't really matter. It could be ace of clubs, 10 of spades. It doesn't matter. Off suit, two different suits. Now many amateurs in particular think that this is a really good hand, but unfortunately I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It is not a very good hand. It's very mediocre at best. And let's talk about why. Number one, this hand is routinely dominated by several better aces. This is really the biggest point here. Ace king, ace queen, and ace-jack, particularly if you are playing this hand ace-10 offsuit pre-flop and there is a raise and a re-raise, it is very likely that somebody else has one of these hands and it's really, really bad news for you because you only have 24% equity versus these hands before the flop, meaning that these other hands, ace-king, ace-queen, and ace-jack are 76% to win versus you, which is a touch over three out of four times. Guys, we don't want to be fighting the math in poker. That's a surefire way to defeat. We want to play poker the easy way and have the odds in our favor. So you need to be careful with this hand. A lot of times if you raise preflop and somebody re-raises you, and especially if you are out of position, meaning you're gonna be acting first on the flop, turn, and river, you just want to fold preflop. Do not put yourself in mathematically disadvantageous positions like this. You're gonna have a lot more success in poker. All right, so costly poker hand number four is eight, seven suited. Once again, it could be eight, seven of diamonds. Suited connectors, unfortunately, while they might look pretty, are actually not long-term winning hands. You can just use a program like Poker Tracker. You can go see the cold hard news for yourself. I'll include links in the description below. Now, on the flip side, this does not mean that we should go ahead and just fold preflop with suited connectors every single time because we do need to play these hands for balance. If you only played pocket aces, pocket kings, and ace king, and like really strong hands like this, pretty much anybody who is paying any attention at all at the poker table would notice this pretty quickly and would stop giving you any action at all anytime you entered the pot. So we do need to play some of these hands and some others on the list I'm gonna discuss in a sec. We do need to play these for balance, but once again, just like with ace-10 offsuit, guys, you have to be careful with this hand. If you flop top pair, for example, with eight, seven, don't play a big pot because it's very likely somebody has an overpair like pocket queens or something like that, or they have top pair with a better kicker, which will be another constant with a lot of the hands on this list. Let's move on to costly poker hand number three, which is pocket threes. And once again, guys, small pocket pairs, a lot of people are surprised to learn that these hands also are not long-term winners. Once again, you can just look at the data yourself in a program like Poker Tracker. I'll have links to it in the description below, and you can see for yourself that baby pocket pairs, and what I mean by that is pocket twos, pocket threes, pocket fours, 
and pocket fives will not be long-term winners for you in poker, but once again, we have to play these hands for balance so that people know that we're not just in there playing pocket aces and kings. Now, the biggest thing with these hands, guys, is you need to understand that when you miss the flop with a hand like pocket threes, most of the time you need to get out of there. The biggest mistake that people make with this hand is not so much that they're playing it pre-flop, it's when they go to the flop and it comes with a king seven eight that they don't fold, they try to play the hero. And guys, you're just constantly going to be playing a guessing game with these baby pocket pairs because almost certainly the turn and the river are also going to come with over pairs. And if your opponent keeps betting, you don't know where you're at. And there's only two other threes in the deck, which gives you really bad odds in order to draw out on them. If they have a hand like Ace-King, for example, which by the way is 92% to win versus pocket threes on the flop of King-7-8. So guys, once again, you need to understand how to use damage control with a hand like this. Honestly, just like with every single hand on this list, I'm not saying never play these hands. You just need to learn how to lose less with them. That's really the key point in this video. And moving on to costly hand number two, and that is King Jack Offsuit. Everybody's favorite classic trap hands. Now, what do I mean by a trap hand? When I say trap hand, I'm talking about specifically king, queen, king, jack, and queen, jack. So maybe ace, 10 actually as well. These are the hands that a lot of amateurs kind of get married to. They think it's a great hand, but it's really mediocre at best. Because once again, if you get a lot of action pre-flop or on the flop Turner River, it's very likely that somebody has one of these hands that heavily dominates you. In this case, with king, jack, those hands that dominate the crap out of you would be ace king king queen and ace jack all of these hands have you in tremendously bad shape pre-flop and god forbid you hit a king or a jack on the flop you will definitely be royally screwed versus all of these hands because they have you out kicked and you will be climbing a very very high mountain mathematically to try to catch up with them after they've out kicked you guys do not fall for the card removal blockers myth that i hear so often these days honestly guys this is one of the the biggest reasons why people get in trouble with a hand like this is because they heard their favorite poker coach go, oh my God, king and a jack, you know, they block all those other kings. They block all those. No, they don't, guys. If somebody re-raises you pre-flop, 90% of the time it means that they have a good hand. All of that fancy math that you block this hand and you've got card removal, you just throw it out the window. It doesn't mean anything when somebody re-raises you pre-flop. It means that they have ace, king, king, queen, or ace, jack, a hand like that. So guys, Guys, please understand that King Jack is a mediocre hand at best. Do not talk yourself into this card removal blocker nonsense. Typically, you want to play this hand slow. You want to be cautious if you hit top pair and you typically don't want to be playing a big pot with this hand unless you have at least two pair or more on the flop. All right, so costly poker hand number one is everybody's favorite, ace rag. That could be ace deuce, ace three, ace four, off suits, any of these kind of hands. These are the hands that amateurs in particular tend to massively overplay and it ends up costing them a lot of money. And the reason why is because these, again, are deceptively strong 
hands that are not long-term winners. Once again, this is a proven fact. You can go check the math for yourself in a program like Poker Tracker. The reason why is because they are dominated by every single ace. Therefore, if you get re-raised free flop or you flop an ace, for example, and you bet and somebody re-raises you, there's a very high likelihood that somebody has ace-king, ace-queen, ace-jack. I mean, go all the way down. They all beat ace-deuce, right? So guys, bottom line, like with all the other hands on this list, I'm not saying you should never play this hand, but you really only should be playing ace-deuce if you're in late position or in the blinds. And if somebody is already raised at preflop you should just be folding straight away most of the time if a lot of this stuff you don't understand by the way late position terms like this i hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode if you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com and also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because i'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games i wish you guys all the best of the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with BlackRain79.com.